Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Chasing Health Podcast. I'm your host, Chase Smith. No matter what goal you're working towards, I hope to show you that Chasing Health does not have to be a difficult or scary ordeal. Join me and my guests as we talk about all things related to becoming the best version of yourself, whether that's through nutrition, fitness, mindset, or life topics in general, we've got you covered. All right, let's not waste any more time and dive right into the show. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the episode of the Chasing Health Podcast. I have with me today, Abby Worth. Her and I met through Instagram. She is an assistant coach that works with Jared Hamilton, um, another amazing coach in this space, and he's also happens to be my business mentor. And I love watching her content. She's a great person, great human to, to interact with. Um, and I knew I had to have her on the show and can't wait to see what she shares with you guys today. Welcome, Abby, to the show. Hey, thank you so much. So glad you're here. Before we dive into this here, tell us a little more about you. Who's Abby? Yeah, so I am 24. Um, I am married to my teenage sweetheart, we will call him. We were not in high <laughs> school together, but from the ripe old age of 16, we've made it happen. Um, together, we have a couple dogs and a cat. Um, I love, honestly, all things outdoors, hiking, kayaking, uh, paddle boarding is a new thing I've learned I'm about. Um, but really just being outside, being in nature, living my life. Um, I am former um, military. So I was in the military for a little while, got injured. Um, I'm still in, but I'm not in. It's kind of a weird space. Um, and then outside of coaching, I was a firefighter EMT from the time I turned 18. Um, so I still do that a little bit. Um, nice. But that is... Yeah, kind of just a wild um, introduction to adult life, we'll call it. The first few years were just a tailspin, so <laughs> in the best way. <laughs> gotcha. Well, so, and I know I read a little bit prior to this, but you started out as a client before becoming a coach, correct? So, yeah, I was a, like, we'll call it a hybrid client, if you will. Um, so I am from the same area that Jared is from. Um, so I've interacted with him for years and years. Um, and then I actually, so got injured in the military, um, and came home and I, so I had a femur, like femur through hip bone situation. Yikes. Um, yeah, it was really good. Um, but like just hit a really bad patch in my life. Like super, I felt like everything had been taken away. I was 21, 22, like, this is not fair kind of thing. Um, and gained a good amount of weight. Um, and it was like, I just don't know, you know, I'd always been active. I'd always been somebody, uh, who was just like naturally thinner, right. Because I was on the go 24 seven. Uh, and suddenly I didn't have that anymore. And it was like, I don't know what to do. Like, I don't know what it's like to not be burning thousands of calories in a day or how to eat like a sedentary person. Um, so Jared had the tribe going on. So I joined mm -hmm. that and just really like dove my entire self in. It was like, you know what, this has got to be what fixes me. And I am going to hammer it home until it does. Like until yeah. I can get my crap together and I can get my head right and I can get my nutrition right. I am going to find a way <laughs> to make this work. <laughs> and thankfully he just made it really easy. Like his system was spot on and I didn't have to do, I had to put forth effort, but I didn't have to like really nail it in, you know? So it was really beneficial for sure. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much for sharing that. And um, yeah. you know, I think it's one of the 
I always love to hear everyone's backstory of how they got into the space and like kind of what led them to who they are today. And, and while a lot of what our past can be really, you know, I, I, I'm always thankful for our past and what, you know, what, where we came from, but we also can't let that define who we are. And so for those listening, I I just got back. um, So this podcast we're recording on January 18th. It's probably going to come out maybe in two or three weeks from now, but I'm just now getting back from a retreat in Tampa with one of my former coaches. And we talked a lot about self-limiting beliefs and like kind of getting breaking free from that past and something I actually wrote down. Um, we had like our little like name cards on our, at our desk and I actually wrote something on the back of it the second day that, you know, really, I think kind of, it was a great theme for anybody listening, you know, be authentic, be yourself, never be ashamed of your past as it has shaped who you are today and tomorrow. I love it. And that's something I'm really trying to start acknowledging more is like my past is not who I am. It's just a part of me and trying to let go of those kind of things. Is that a common thing that you've noticed over the past couple of years trying to get, transform yourself as well? Absolutely. <laughs> uh, no, for real. I mean, because you do, right? The, the future is so unknown and you don't, it, it could be anything. The future could be literally anything but the past is already there, right? The past has already happened. You already know what that looks like. And it's so easy to just say, okay, like that's the past. It's there. And I know what that looks like. And yeah, maybe it sucked really bad, but it's comfortable. Like I know what's going to happen. So let's just live there. Right. And it's Mm -hmm. so, God, it's so easy to limit yourself to what you know, or what you've done and not be able to break through. Right. Like you have to really, I think you have to really take an active role in your life every single moment of every single day to really make it different, right? And really like get comfortable being freaking uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, gosh, that that is something that I think a lot of people don't want to hear, but they have to hear, you know, it's, we have to get yeah. uncomfortable. We, and you know, growth comes from being uncomfortable in those hardest moments. And, you know, I, I really encourage a lot of my clients, you know, it's to really step outside of that comfort zone. And because like you said, you're tied to that past and it's so easy to stay there, but there's yeah. so much more on the other side. And yeah, how have you seen areas of, let's start with like, where have areas of growth or excuse me, being, being comfortable held you back from moving forward? Oh gosh, everywhere, dude. So like, I don't, a really great example of this, right. Is when I was trying to make the decision, um, to go full-time with coaching. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, because I did. So this last fall, um, I finally had the opportunity that like, Hey, you can be a full-time coach. You can make this happen. Uh, so what are we going to do? Right. Are you going to leave this job? that's really comfortable. Or are you just going to go do something scary that you're already doing, but like really make it your life. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and I did, I mean, I waited for uh, probably an extra month beyond what I should have, because it was just like, Oh God, like what's going to happen. What happens if everything like crumbles tomorrow? And finally, like one of my closest friends and I, bless her heart. She was on the phone with me for hours when I was making these decisions like day in and day out. But she was like, listen, like something to the extent of like, what? So what? You're 24. Like if this doesn't work, you have years before you have to settle into like the career path, right? Like 
you've got plenty of time for this just to completely fail and blow up in your face and go find something different, right? And it's not, I would never expect that to happen, right? Like, I'm fully committed to making this my life, but like, that is what I needed to hear that like, hey, if it fails, it fails. And you just figure out what's next, right? And that I think for me has really opened up a lot of doors just within the last few months of like, really stepping outside of my comfort zone, because it's like, you know, so what? If I try to step out of my comfort zone and it doesn't happen, fine. Like you tried, at least you tried. <laughs> but, you know, nine times out of 10, something's going to play out really well. And even if that door doesn't open the way you thought it would, it's going to open something even better. So definitely, I think that that probably primarily is my biggest current example of stepping outside of a comfort zone. Yeah. And I would think I would even add to that. Like, even if you're failing, you're not really failing if you're learning because right. how many times do we, you know, we, yeah, we mess up. I mean, I, I like to always tie this back to like someone who does like a diet, you know, if, if we do, you know, I, I always love picking on like keto or intermittent fasting. Like we, let's say, <laughs> let's say we do one of these diets and we fail, you know, so to speak, and we end up falling off and we feel like we're a failure. Whereas I would question and say, well, what did you learn from that opportunity? Well, right. I, you know, I really like carbs. So keto wasn't for me, or I like yeah. eating breakfast. So intermittent fasting wasn't for me. You know, we learn so much through our failures and our failures are just another way of shaping who we are. Right. No, I completely agree. And that I don't, I'm sure you've experienced this too with clients, right? Because it is true. Like we work, we work with clients for months and months and months, right? obviously every single one of these people is a human being. And even mm -hmm. in my own weight loss journey, like I messed up once or twice, like probably more like 10 or 15 times minimum, <laughs> right? Like there were a lot of mistakes and a lot of like failures, if I were to call it that, which is just harsh, but you mm -hmm. know, that's what we, in the moment, that's what you choose to label it as like, oh, I went over my calories. I just failed today. Right. Um, and so clients come in on check-ins and they're like, man, I just really failed this week because of X, Y, and Z. And it's like, hey, but you know what's super cool about that? Like, you just failed with a coach. So like, let's make a game plan, right? Let's figure out what we can learn from this and what we can like put in so that next time you don't have this feeling of like the failure, right? So I think it, I think you're right. Like there's definitely so much to learn from failing. And I think we're really quick to label things as failures that are just like, speed bumps along the path, right? They're not, not career enders by any means. Exactly. And it all comes back down to what are you doing consist consistently? You know, I remember yeah. back in my weight loss journey, when I first started that, you know, one bad, you know, one bad day, one bad meal would, I thought was like ruining my entire progress. And it's just like, you yeah. can, you can have a bad day, but you can have a bad week <laughs> and still not lose that much progress. Um, it's funny, right. actually, one of my amazing clients, um, shout out to Rebecca, if she's listening, um, she actually just sent me a TikTok video that was incredible. And just, I, I love, and this is a big mindset shift that I've seen in her as well is pretty much it was someone saying like, you know, what's the, one of the biggest mistakes I ever made losing 50 pounds was thinking that eating a cookie one day was going to ruin my progress. Yeah. Because there's so much more behind all of that than right. just the one cookie. Like it, it's, it's what you do after that, that's going to determine your results. Like, yeah, you can let that ruin your results if you want it to, 
but it's right. up to you from that point forward to kind of move past that and just get right back on track. Yeah. You know, what's so crazy though. And this kind of just will put a nice little bow on what you were talking about in the very beginning. But I think that a lot of, especially when we're talking about like weight loss fails or gym fails or like even mindset growth fails, right? This all ties back to like your old self and your old beliefs, because Mm -hmm. back in the day, like when you would mess up on a diet, you would stop entirely. Right. And you would let it spiral for months or like you missed a day at the gym. So you just never went back. Right. And we do, we get so caught up in knowing that that was our previous pattern that it's like, I had that one cookie, I'm off, I'm off the wagon. Like, and you do, that's where, again, like you have to pull yourself out of the immediate picture and look at the whole big picture and be like, no, I made up my mind and this is the one that's going to work. So like, goodbye, old self, we're done. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) We're a new girl now. We're a new guy now. This is not how we do it. Yes. And one of my uh, mentors, Nick Ross, one of the, my favorite things that he's ever said was, and I'm going to butcher this quote, but um, something along the lines of, in order to be successful, your old self has to die first. And yeah. it, at first, I didn't know how to really take that quote. Like it seemed like, seemed a little drastic, honestly, at first, because I was like, <laughs> but like, that's your old self. It's a part of who you are, but it's like, it is, but it's just a small part. There's so much more right. beyond that. Yeah. You know what I do with so many of my clients? I won't say all of them because they're nothing is a one size fits all, right? Mm-hmm. But for a lot of these people, like one of the very first things, and I'm talking like initial welcome call, God bless these people because Abby's giving them homework. But it's like, <laughs> okay, like I want you to break up with yourself from yesterday to like forever ago, like the old dieter, the old person who just had no faith in themselves, the person who couldn't commit, who couldn't show up for themselves, who couldn't do whatever your old story is. I want you to write on paper why that doesn't serve you anymore and why you no longer identify that way. And then I want you to write down all of the things that you identify as now, whether you are those things yet or not, like this is your like North star, right? These are the things that you're trying to become. So we're just immediately going to say like, I am consistent as shit. Like I am somebody who shows up for myself and I do go to the gym every day that I'm supposed to go to the gym. Right. And like, again, we just kick that old story out and like, it's never that simple. Like it takes a pretty good reminder from time to time, Mm -hmm. but it is so, so transformative what it feels like to just put on paper hey, you and I are done. Like you don't, past me, past Abby doesn't control this one and we're going to do better. Yeah, we, we did something similar to that uh, this past weekend during during the conference itself. We um, all wrote down like our old self so many beliefs, our old story of who we used yeah. to be and who, and who we're not going to be anymore. And after we wrote it all down, they're like, all right, you know, once we end the conference, they're like, bring, bring that piece of paper to dinner with you tonight. Um, and so we all brought it with us to dinner. And once we got there, we went to like this big empty area of the parking lot and we literally set all of those on fire, um, to pretty much like yes. burn it. that, that was our old self, like a physical way of actually seeing our old selves just disintegrate into no, no longer existing. Yeah. How freeing was that? It was pretty incredible. It, it really was the, yeah. cause I, I, I mean, gosh, there was so much that like, I mean, I always, you know, I always like to ask people, you know, what are your self-limiting beliefs? And, you know, normally it's pretty easy to rattle off two or three, four or five, maybe right off the top of your head. But like, 
we had so yeah. much time to really digest that this weekend. My list was probably 20 to 30. Um, yeah. <laughs> just like once you really dug deep into all the self-learning beliefs that are holding us back. And it was definitely very freeing to just let it yeah. go. I love it. I love it. I'm glad you got to release that stuff. Yeah, it was, it was pretty cool. And what, one of the other exercises that we did this past weekend, that I think was just super awesome. Like, are you into visuals, visuals? Bleh, sorry, I cannot talk. I need more coffee, obviously. Um, okay. <laughs> um, are you into visualization? Yes. So that was something that we did a lot of this uh, past weekend. And yeah. w- one of the things that they had us do was pretty much like right. All, it was right after we finished writing out all of our old beliefs and our self-limiting beliefs. And from that moment, we pretty much had to, you know, they had us close our eyes. They turned the lights off in the room. And we really just like were between us and like this person, the um, guest who was guiding us through this pretty yeah. much just having us look, look forward into the future. You know, what, what, oh. what, what, what will it look like in five years if you still have these self-limiting beliefs? Yeah. What will it look like in 10 years if you still have these self-limiting beliefs? And then in 20 years, what will it look like? You know, look yourself in the mirror. What do you see if you've held on to all these self-limiting beliefs all this time? And mm-hmm. it was emotional, <laughs> to say the least. No doubt. No um, doubt. But it was super clear and it made, it made it so much more clear of what I need to let go of and why. Um, yeah. And, and then we did more visual visualization about like, if we were to let those things go, what do we see? What are we capable of? Um, so it was yeah. a great exercise that we got to work through this past weekend. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. It, it's really cool too, that you just had such a, like, I don't want to use the term, term safe space, but it feels right. Like just a very controlled environment and somebody like yeah talking you through that because that is big and that can be really scary like so it's super cool that you were just in such a controlled setting to really like open up with yourself and be real with yourself and like oh we got to make a change we got to let go of some stuff yes absolutely (laughs) um what are some things that you've been doing with maybe in the last year or so or maybe some, or possibly even something you're thinking about doing in the next like 60, 90 days that have been helping you get out of your comfort zone? Oh gosh. So I do, <laughs> I do, I force myself to do one thing a day that I don't want to do. Um, and not that that necessarily like, you know, doing the laundry isn't pushing me out of my comfort zone. Right. But it's mm-hmm. getting me comfortable with doing the things I don't want to do. Um, which in turn like builds up your, your confidence in yourself to get through that comfort zone. Right. Um, but like definitely caught in the last year showing up on social media, terrifying, terrifying to me. Um, (laughs) and it's like, you know, there, nothing that we do is like new, right? Like nothing, I couldn't patent anything or any of my like concepts. I could patent the way that I say it, but like, but then you post something and like you see five people post about like, oh, my ideas were stolen. And it's like, ah, oh, did I steal somebody's idea? Because <laughs> I thought this was new. Like, you know, or like, what if people don't receive that well? Or, you know, what if like my bully from middle school sees that and like decides they're going to roast the heck out of me in my DMs? Like mm-hmm. it is posting on social media, scary. Um, yeah. So really like, <laughs> 
getting myself to do that, huge leap of faith. Um, getting myself to make TikToks, we're working on it. We're working on it. <laughs> One day I'll be like you and I'll just be busting them out like oh, two geez. and three a day, but it's scary. It's scary. It is. Um, and really, I mean, honestly, I would even venture to say that like, not so much now because I've been coaching for about a year and a half just over. Uh, but like in the beginning, talking to clients was kind of scary. Like, because you don't know these people, right? And like, there is so much imposter syndrome. Like, I was very blessed to have a coach that saw something in me that took me in and was like, hey, you know, let's coach, let's work together, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I knew, like, I, I had some assurance that like, hey, I must be good at it because like, somebody who's real good at it thinks that I can do it on their level or with mm-hmm. them and like, represent their name, right? But talking to strangers is kind of scary in the beginning or like trying to get their information out. Like even that man, like it's the little things. And now, you know, I've done it so regularly that it's these welcome calls are some of the coolest things I'll ever do. Like it's so much fun to me to get on a phone call and get to know somebody and like, how are we going to change your life in the next six months? And what are we going to do? Like, but man, it took some time to get there. Like it took some freaking time. Um, And even just like, I don't making friends on social media is something new and exciting for me, you know, like I, you, or there's a few girls from the tribe, like that I've become good friends with. And it's like, man, like my husband makes fun of me because they will like (laughs) a couple of them sent me Christmas presents. And he's like, who is this? And I'm like, oh, like that's, she's from Iowa. Like she's my good friend. (laughs) oh, this is like, she's from New York. This is Jared's assistant. She's my best friend. And he's like, why, why don't you have friends in Indiana? It's like, well, because people outside of Indiana are way cooler. <laughs> but I mean, really just like, I don't, being open, I think sincerely, like probably the biggest thing outside of my comfort zone as of late that I've done is just being open to life. And like, again, I'm self-employed now, right? So I really can like, take each day, day by day and Mm -hmm. be open to like, Hey, my yoga instructor a few days ago wanted to go hiking. And I was like, absolutely. Like, and then I got sick, so I couldn't go, but it was like, man, like I I'm at a position for the first time in my adult life that like, I can say yes to whatever I want to say yes to. And like my Enneagram seven is living her best life. (laughs) (laughs) The Abby that worked you know, seven days a week from 16 to 23 is like, what the heck are we doing? But you need to be clocking in somewhere. Like, where is your uniform? Where is your clock-in sheet? This is not right. (laughs) So I think, I don't know, I think in a roundabout way, kind of everything that I'm doing in life right now is pushing through comfort zones, you know? Um, But really just embracing that and learning that like, hey, why not? You know? why not? Worst thing that's going to happen is that we're going to learn that, Hey, that thing wasn't for me. Right. Okay, cool. So yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. How's that for an answer? (laughs) I love it. I'm here for it. (laughs) That is is... go ahead. No, I was just going to say, what's funny is like, you know, for so long I fought, right. I fought this uphill battle to like really become passionate about whatever I was doing. And then like, I became a coach and it was like, dang, like, I'm not fighting to be passionate about this stuff or like, 
you know, breaking through comfort zone. I'm not passionate. I'm not forcing myself to be passionate about telling people why you shouldn't live in a comfort zone. Like I am really just on fire about this stuff. So I could, we could continue this on for another eight hours and I would be here <laughs> carrying on. I love it. No, that that's amazing. And I, I mean, and how does that feel? I know that's a very broad question, but I just like for people who are so afraid to step out of that comfort zone, they're, you know, they're, they're safe space. Like, yeah. Once you get past that initial shock and fear, what's that feel like? In fairness, I think there's always a little bit of fear, right? Mm-hmm. I think that you just learn to put some trust in yourself that you can figure it out, right? Like I have the problem solving skills to know that if something goes south, I can fix it and that's okay. Uh, which is really freeing in and of itself to like mm-hmm. build all of this confidence in yourself to step out of a comfort zone and know that like, I can put the pieces together. We're mm-hmm. cool. That's incredible. Yeah. Uh, but really dude, you just feel free. Like I, you do, you're just ready to take on whatever, like life is free. It's super exciting. Like there's so much, I don't, there's just so much joy in life when you're not telling yourself that you can't do something when you're not telling yourself like, Oh, I would love to wear that outfit to go grocery shopping. Right. Like, "Mm, no, I can't because my cousin will see me and they'll take pictures and they'll like talk crap at Thanksgiving or whatever. Like, so-and-so will see me if I go out in town looking like, who cares? Mm-hmm. Who cares? Right? Like, or, yo, know, social media, like, oh, I can't post that because somebody's going to talk crap. They ain't paying your bills. Like, it's fine, right? Mm-hmm. There's just so much joy when you let yourself live an authentic life, for sure. Still a little scary. It's still a little scary, but it's yeah. the, the reward definitely outweighs the risk, for sure. For, for sure, absolutely. What do you do? I mean, you were mentioning some of those like beliefs that creep in from time to time. And, and, you know, you said you just kind of have to like, kind of push through them, but is there anything else that you do like either on a daily, weekly, or maybe just as they come up, things that come up to help you kind of break through those self-learning beliefs when they pop up in your head? Sure. So one thing that I do very religiously is I check in with myself every single day. Um, So halfway through my day, like I'm not really a lunch eater, but we could call it like if listener out there is somebody who has a nine to five and like has their lunch break, take 10 minutes on your lunch break and just say, okay, like, how do I feel? Because you'll know very quickly. Like if you feel like you're shutting yourself down in some way, right. If you feel like you're even just mad, like if you're ticked off about your day, if you're upset about something, if you're putting yourself into a box and not letting yourself be legitimate, like you're going to see that really fast and you have the time to say, okay, like, for the rest of the day, we're done with that. Like for the rest of the day, I'm going to be loud. I'm going to be wired. I'm going to live my best life. Let's go. Right. Um, so that, I mean, on a day to day level, that is what I do before, before those thoughts even really have a chance to like take their hold. Right. Mm -hmm. And not that every day it's like, Oh, well, I'm limiting myself doing that. Some days I check in and it's like, I'm doing great. We're good to go. Um, but you do like, you're very aware of it and you're catching it very, very quickly to say, okay, like before this takes over, I'm taking my control back. Um, and then really on kind of a month to month basis, I set some goals, right? 
Um, so just some things that I want to accomplish in that month. And I try and dream big mm-hmm. um, so that I can try and push through those beliefs. But like definitely when they come up, like really just sitting with them and reminding myself like, hey, this is your value. Like, because sometimes they do, sometimes no matter what like fail safes we put into play, these things are gonna take hold of your brain. Um, And so really just be aware of it. Like be aware that, hey, I am having this not cool thought about myself and the things that I should or shouldn't be doing. Uh, So let's take some time. And I do, like I really intentionally sit with it and remind myself like, hey, these are all the times that you've left your comfort zone and it's paid off. So like, let's get back to that life. And this is how happy it makes you when you do that thing. So let's just, let's get past this, right? Um, And then again, like just kind of really honing in as to why that does not serve me and that does not serve the life that I want to have in the future um, and just letting it go. I love that. Love that. (laughs) Thank you for sharing that so much. Yeah, Um, of course. Towards the end of the show, I always like to ask my guests, you know, two, two or three tips of advice you could give anybody who's listening and they're wanting to start their weight loss progress or any type of health goal in particular, what could they start doing today? And I'd love to tie this into some of our conversations today. What would you say someone can do starting today or tomorrow morning? Yeah, so definitely, I mean, I would encourage everybody to break up with everything that they that limits them, right? Um, Break up with the self that you were yesterday, the self that got you to this point that you're unhappy with. Um, And then really start to identify, you know, the the four or five quick things that will make the difference, right? Um, Four or five things that you want to become, those really solid I am statements. Like, I am gonna stick with this. I am consistent. I am capable of seeing this through. and make those like your lock screen on your cell phone. Put those positive affirmations, those I am thoughts, those I am statements, right? Everywhere that you can see them. Um, so there's a couple of things, <laughs> but I mean, really just the quick tips, right? Like drink some more water, park really far back in the parking spaces, <laughs> be consistent, like just pick one or two things, right? One or two habits that you can stick with for the next 30 days and take some serious pride in making those things happen every single day. I love that. Thank you so much for this. This has been an amazing time chatting with you and I can't wait to get this one out. Yeah. Thank you so much. Is there anything else you want to add before we close out here today? I don't think so. Thank you so much for having me. It's really been a lot of fun. Of course. If people were interested in reaching out and chatting with you, um, how do they get a hold of you? Yeah, so you can follow me or DM me on Instagram. It is the OG underscore A period B, <laughs> which is obnoxiously long. Uh, and then same same contact info on TikTok. Um, so either one, those are kind of the two places that I spend the most of my time. So if you DM me there, I will see it ASAP. Um, and then if you're like, I don't know if you're asking if they want to work with me, but if they yeah, want to work with please me, please drop all the information. On, <laughs> it's hamiltontrained.com to apply for coaching. Awesome. Awesome. And I'll be sure to link all of that into the show notes. So you guys definitely go check Abby out and reach out and chat with her again, Abby. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. Yeah. Thank you so much for your time. Yep. Have a good day. You too. 
Once again, thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode of the Chasing Health Podcast. I greatly appreciate you so much for listening. If you enjoyed the show, you can help me by leaving a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. This really helps me become more visible to others. Also, share this episode with friends or family and take a screenshot of the episode and upload it to your stories. Be sure to tag me and my guests so we can be sure to say thank you. If you ever have any questions or feedback about something covered on the show, you're always welcome to send me a message. You can find me on Instagram at changing underscore chase. Have a great day, guys. And remember, you matter.